Hey, everybody, just letting you know that Mike Lindell and I, the MyPillow guy, we partnered up, and he wants to help this show, and I want to help him. If you go to MyPillow.com and order all the products you know you're going to buy, towels, sheets, blankets, robes, all these kinds of things, dog beds even, go to MyPillow.com and use the code word Kate, K-A-T-E. You're going to get the deepest discount on all these items. They're the very best of all these items. He handpicked these things, and let me just tell you, you're also going to help Truth and Radio, and you're also going to be helping Mike Lindell. Isn't that fantastic? It's a great combination that you can do right from your own home. Call 800-873-1052. That's the phone number, 800-873-1052. You can order directly on that phone number or go to MyPillow.com, but make sure to put the code word Kate. Balance of Nature's fruits and vegetables in a capsule, changing the world one life at a time. So I went to the ophthalmologist for my eye exam. He says, what are you doing? And I told him about the nature. He says, well, whatever you do, doing, keep it up. Every year I go in and see my doctor. She says, whatever I'm doing, it's working. Just had my physical, and the doctor says, whatever you're doing, keep doing it. So My primary doctor, she couldn't get over how much better I was doing. She said she'd never seen anything like it. Here's a product from Balance of Nature that basically makes it so you get the nutrient equivalent of eating 10 servings of fruits and vegetables a day. For the patients that I have taking it, it's been phenomenal. Get a wide variety of all your daily recommended servings of whole fruits and vegetables without having to leave your home. Right now, Balance of Nature is offering free shipping and 35% off on any new preferred order. Call 1-800-2468-751 or go to balanceofnature.com and use discount code KATE. In. Thanks, you guys. Open now. Call 888-673-1450. This is the Kate Daly Show. Past your window last night. I roller skated to your door at daylight. It almost seems like you're avoiding me. I'm okay alone, but you got something I need. Well, I got a brand new pair of roller skates. You got to be with you. Uh, thank you to Chris Ann. Uh, that was enlightening. I sure hope they don't get access like that to our texts. I mean, it's bad enough they're reading them, you know. Can you imagine um, also being able to comment back to you when you text? Can you even imagine that uh, here in America? Uh, well, it must be stopped. Welcome back. Go to MyPillow.com. Uh, Mike just put out a special for you, and I uh, was just notified about this. And in fact, uh, you can go to MyPillow.com and under uh, radio specials, radio listener specials, you can get a complete towel set that's Normally over $100, you can get it for $39. All you have to do is put in the code KATE, K-A-T-E, and you're going to get the special deal. I would definitely jump on this. The towels are amazing. You will love them, and they wash perfectly, and they're super absorbent um, and stay fluffy. They are incredible. They're the best towels I've ever owned to be honest. They're just amazing. I just love them. I can't even tell you how much. Um, I got the white ones. I absolutely love them. And uh, go to MyPillow.com, go into Radio uh, Listener Special, and put in the code Kate, and you will get that deal. 
um, do it, do it, do it, because he doesn't always have that special going on. And that's pretty amazing. So, and it helps the show too. It helps what he's doing with the fraud, um, exposing the fraud. Mike Lindell's great. So I have uh, Cami ba- uh, Bowker with me, and she is from Global Education Philanthropist. So it's globalep.org. And we're going to take on a really sensitive subject, and that is child trafficking. The reason I say it's sensitive is we just don't like to talk about it. Yeah. That's why. We mm-hmm. don't want to know what's going on in our ideal, idealistic world and in our bubbles. We don't want to know this is going on all over America and all over in other countries. And you got involved with this. Um, you were a school teacher 15 years and decided to leave and, and take this on. Um, it felt like, you know, God was telling you, you know what, you, you need to be in this. Uh, yeah. I can certainly see how passionate you are and how invested you are into this. And what has it been like? Can you give us some um, examples of what your life is like now? What kinds of things that you're involved in doing in in the child trafficking arena? Yeah, I mean, what a day in the life of my well, of my life. <laughs> well, she's founder, by the way, of Global Education Philanthropist. So you can actually go to her website, globalep.org, and uh, they need everything from donations to volunteers to help them out. But I just, I, give us some examples of what it's like to go on some of these missions to do these extractions. I can't even imagine, Cammie. You know, it is. It's really, um, what it's like is it's life-changing. Mm-hmm. It's eye-opening. Um, I see the darkest parts of humanity. Um, I will say the youngest victim I've seen is two. I will tell you the most, and, and that changed everything way back when I started this. That's what That specific instance is what made me, getting that two-year-old out and her mom is what made me drop everything and say, this is my life's mission now. But I will say that was one of the hardest uh, missions I've ever been part of. Uh, but also, most recently has been the Super Bowl sting. Um, you know, we just had the Super Bowl a few months ago in Tampa, Florida. And there were 30,000 online ads soliciting sex with minors. And I took part in a 10-day sting operation down in Tampa. Mm -hmm. And it was very difficult for me to see um, the hundreds of illicit businesses that were set up, college campuses. There were um, places set up to have sex with minors. And it was really, really soul-shaking to see men lined up. And I say men, it's not always just men, but for the most part, it was men lined up down around the block, block after block after block, waiting their turn. Jeez. That alone, that shook me up mo- almost worse than the two-year-old. Right. Because it was right here. And my initial, the first um, case I ever saw was in, was in the country of Haiti. But it was in my country with, you know, U.S. citizens. Mm-hmm. And it was so overwhelming to see. Um, and it was for 10 solid days. And where were the girls from here? Other places? Um, girls will fly in. Super Bowl is the number one time kids are sold for sex on U.S. soil. But mm-hmm. big events like that are common for for, you know, selling sex. So um, the people, you know, girls would fly in to actually get work, overage girls and underage girls, knowing that American businessmen are coming in to have sex at these crazy parties. Right. Um, and then a lot of them were locals. Wow. And the, the life of... Uh, of us trafficking survivor is, is pretty inspiring the things that they can live through, you know, and we go in and we pull them out with the help of law enforcement, or if they ask to get a ride out, uh, we actually set up call centers in a couple different States, not even in Tampa where people just sat in churches and called on these online sex ads saying they wanted to, you know, take part in this. And then, um, just got, you know, so many people out of there working with other organizations, the human trafficking task force, down there, but that was probably the most um, recent. Well, that's not the most recent, but that's the most startling, um, soul-shaking sting operation that I had to 
um, take part in. Jeez. I can't even imagine. I can't imagine what these are like overseas too, going in. Are you pulling out um, toddlers, small kids, young women? The interesting thing overseas is you don't, um, every country has its own, um, I guess its own cultural norms, its Mm -hmm. own corruption. You know, I was just in a country recently where the, the police off hours would be, um, running this the girls Engaging in hostels in yeah oh yeah Jeez. and they're running it so it's like wait a minute law enforcement or pimps how's this work what's happening and so you just have to understand what each uh, country has um that's different and so that's why global education philanthropists we bring teams of volunteers of mm-hmm. you know youth volunteers doctors nurses dentists business owners to go help work in orphanages and aftercare centers there and we get an established um relationship with the locals and understand for the long-term benefit, what do you really need? Because going into a country for five days, 10 days, even a month for a sting and leaving, you still don't know the intricacies of that community. What is really, really going on? Who's really involved? What judge, what Mm -hmm. law enforcement officer, what social work, what orphanage, what aftercare center is really going to traffic them again? And it takes creating long-term relationships and bringing in aid Mm -hmm. and letting them know that we're not going to leave them, but understanding we're going to help in a way that's going to help keep them out of trafficking. So I support villages all over the world actually now with teacher supplies, you know, teacher salaries, because if they can get into school, it it lessens their chance of being trafficked by 85%. And so each area is different. America's different than it would be in Dominican Republic or Haiti or Cambodia or Costa Rica. So we work all over the world, but, but working internationally, it's, very, um, some ways easier because mm-hmm. you have um, a lot more freedoms and not as much red tape, but then you also have more restrictions because you're American on someone else's soil. So it's very unique. I bet. Yeah. I can't even imagine. Do you see an issue with foster children here in America? Oh, yeah. 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 I mean, I have a survivor that I protect. I'm also trained to protect survivors. Um, and she was trafficked for 13 years in the state of Utah through the foster care system. Jeez. Yeah. Wow. I, I mean, we've heard a lot of stories about the foster system um, with um, with uh, drugs and with also with, with this kind of stuff, too. And I don't know that people, I think, can grasp what's going on uh, all, it is all dark. across. Yeah. It's hard to understand. Yeah. And with foster kids, too, they don't really have that person that really has their best interest at heart. I mean, honestly, for the most part. Right. So mm-hmm. um, they could be just a paycheck to somebody. And so uh, not only can they be trafficked because maybe they're finding somebody else online or I mean, who knows? You never I mean, you know, as far as signups for foster families, you know, some of these, I'm sure. Right. Absolutely. And there's a lot of money to make on a person. So Jeez. if they can, you know, have how a much foster. money will they make? Well, what we've noticed recently on average, a trafficker can make about two hundred fifty thousand dollars a year on a kid. Just selling them for sex. Now we're seeing the live stream and on, de- on demand abuse also being, um, you know, trafficking through on- online, right. like live stream on Snapchat. Or um, so it doesn't necessarily mean they have to leave the house to be trafficked, but usually they only last between three and seven years in the trafficking um, life before they before they die. Wow! And then they get sold for their organs. So usually about a million dollars. Jeez Louise. So there's a lot at stake. If you're looking at a sophisticated trafficking network, I'm referring Mm -hmm. to a specific case, by the way, in South Africa, and they that they have very sophisticated technology, and their goal every morning is to wake up and you know figure out how they can make money on Mm -hmm. people. And if you can imagine being you know a South African citizen, Mm -hmm. a million U.S. dollars you could make on a person, what wouldn't you do? 
right. to get into that kid's technology, into their life, into their world. And so it's very easy, unfortunately, for our children to be manipulated on their video games and on our, and, and us too, you know, right. we are also, you know, um, subjected, we're also, what, what is the term I'm looking for? Like we're yeah. open to, um, yeah. When you can get accessible. Persuaded. Yeah, sure. Yeah. We're very accessible online. Yeah. Um, and so uh, these guys will pose as somebody different, uh, whoever, yeah, yeah. you know, who knows. Um, but they'll lure they'll lure these people into this, right? And so would you say a lot of the runaways in America are lured into this situation? Yeah. I mean, if you don't have, you run away, you don't have access to safe housing or food. Mm-hmm. It's not going to take very long before you get snatched by a trafficking network, really, right. truly. And they'll provide you food, shelter. And it doesn't take very long for the traffickers to convince them that this is your family now. And they get branded. They get changed. They get tattoos. They change their hair. They, And then, then once they're addicted to drugs and they're branded, they're like, I can't go home. I look like this. I've done all these things. Right. And that's their life now. And so it's really complicated getting someone out and keeping them out because the trauma bonds. People go, why would they go back? Why in the world? Yeah. Well, if you've ever heard of Stockholm Syndrome, mm-hmm. there's these trauma bonds. And that person at one point provided you a safe place and a life that provided the necessities of life. And so these trauma bonds are complex and the complex trauma um, community that helps with, you know, advocating and healing them. Mm-hmm. Um, it's, it's huge because actually the trauma bonds that happen between a trafficker and their victim is different than you might suspect. They at some point think that's their boyfriend or, you know, they get offered a modeling job and they're like, yeah, they must really do. They must really think I am pretty or, mm-hmm. you know, even for the boys, they sure. really do think I am handsome. And I have noticed um, with the boy victims when mm-hmm. they get out, they males have a lot of shame, so much shame. I bet. And so we have to um, remember that there's boys out there that, you know, 13 year old boys are the hot commodity right now. Jeez, and gross. again, like we were talking earlier, is just we don't live in the light, in the world that we thought we did when we grew up. It's much I different. Know, I was going to ask you before you got involved in this. I'm sure you had kind of a perspective or maybe thought that you knew that the problem was going on. But how has it been since you've gotten into it? How much now I'm kind of like it? bold. Ever since that Super Bowl sting, mm-hmm. I'm like, we can do more. Right. Um, it's my life is different now, and I look at online interactions different. You know, you see thirty thousand online ads listing sex with minors for one weekend. You start to go, oh my gosh, well, I'll, I will not be one person that is going to contribute to that. So I had to go to my own social media, take pictures off that might, I might not want on there. Mm -hmm. And why? Because if we over-sexualize every conversation, you're adding to the problem. You are the problem. So everyone listening, I want you to look at your own social media. I mean, I get texts, emails, calls, Facebook, WhatsApp, all of the messages. How can I help you? And our team will click on your social media. And if I look at your social media and it is bikini pics, we will not be responding to you. Right. You are the problem. Because you're setting the example for these kids to do the same. Yes. And then, of course, the kids, um, you know, they feel like, well, I can do this and I should do this. And so they're lo- uploading their own photos and there's no, I mean, it kind of sets the course. I mean, it, you're, you're showing your kids, oh, yeah, this is totally fine. So yeah, do that's it. okay to yeah. accept approval from a sure. stranger online. Let's go ahead and just send pictures of our bodies. Yeah. And I know that it sounds like maybe I have weird goggles that I look at yeah. life through, which I totally get that I do. But when I see, you know, a girl that's online and she's uploading pictures of herself to all mm-hmm. of these men and mm-hmm. the, the online demand. Shots. Yeah. Yeah. And then they end up meeting up. Right. And then wait a minute. Well, look at the mom's profile. 
Mm. What is she doing? Look at the ants profile. Well, they look up to you. So I think as adults, we can be better. Yeah, I agree. I'm with uh, Cami Bowker, and this is globalep.org. You can certainly help out. You can learn how to help in your area, uh, no matter where you're listening to the show, you know, from the show, for the show. And uh, she'll help you. But we'll be right back. I have some questions, and and, uh, we'll be right back on The Kate Daly Show. KateDalyRadio.com. Don't go anywhere. One of the best things about this time of year is enjoying this amazing recovery. Talk lines are open now. Call 888-673-1450. This is the Kate Daly Show. Daly Show. And uh, of course, get over to Ballads of Nature. Um, they are doing uh, some great things with that product and they're changing lives, uh, making sure that they are uh, giving you a healthy product, uh, no chemicals, and it's 31 fruits and vegetables dehydrated down uh, into capsule form. And you can take that uh, three fruits and three veggies a day. And you're in two seconds, you know, you have kind of solved a, a problem that your body uh, desperately needs, and that is nutrients right now. Um, you're going to feel better. Uh, your skin, your hair, everything will feel better and you will absolutely love this. Make sure you get over to balanceofnature.com and uh, and order up. Put in the code word Kate, K-A-T-E. All those testimonials testimonials you hear are real, by the way. Get over to uh, get over to balanceofnature.com, put in the code word Kate. You'll get 35% off and free shipping. You'll love it too. Um, all right. Uh, I'm here with Cami uh, Bowker and we're talking about uh, child trafficking and how much of it is is really going on around the world. It's really crazy. I'm sure that your eyes have been opened to a lot of things. I can't even imagine because my perspective right now, I'd probably be blown away if I was with you doing these extractions of these of these minors. Right. Mm -hmm. I I just cannot. I just can't imagine. Um, In fact, let's take a caller. Hi, caller. Welcome to the show. Go right ahead. Oh, yeah. So I, I am familiar with the Ballard program, um, uh, Operation Underground Railroad. Mm-hmm. I saw a movie he made where they're rescuing all these kids uh-huh. from sex trafficking and underage uh, um, prostitution and all that. Mm-hmm. And I just got to thinking, what's, how do we know that those girls the next day are going to go back on the street? Mm, good just, question. It worried me. That's that, let's ask Cammy. Good question. I mean, you don't. You don't. Yeah. Um, and so that's why our organization uh, makes sure that we are in there and when they get extracted and we don't leave them. That's why we don't represent ourselves necessarily as a rescuing agency. We support rescue operations. We have an amazing team of operators that work with multiple agencies, but they run dark. Mm. They don't look for any sort of acclimates and they yeah. just go help people and they're very That's highly how trained. You know that they're <laughs> Yeah, they don't want anyone to know who they are, yeah. what they're doing, but they're ex law enforcement, special forces, um, and they don't again look for anything like that. But really our organization comes in and we take the survivor to somewhere that's already been vetted mm-hmm. and we stay with them, you know, years later, you have had survivors from the very beginning that still contact me on a daily basis Jeez. because 
you don't know that they're not going to go back. The average victim goes back 7 to 15 times. So it's very important that they have a really safe place Mm -hmm. far from their predator and access to education so they can learn how to provide for themselves. Right. Let's take another caller. Hi, caller. You're live. Go right ahead. Yes, you know, I, I want to say what an amazing thing you are doing. Yeah. And may God bless you, you know, my heart bleeds for what you're doing. I totally understand as a male that was um, separated from my parents at the age of uh, six years old. Wow. And I was molested myself and I had uh, issues with uh, pornography all my life. And until I found God, I couldn't figure none of that out. Mm-hmm. But uh I do believe most of this comes from the very top, though, because right now we have over 85 politicians that have been charged with sex crimes with children, yeah. and those are the only the ones that have been caught. And I do believe you're just getting to the tip of the iceberg, and right at the same time we were just about to open up the bag of worms on Epstein, we got um, dealt coronavirus, and it's kind mm-hmm. of washed most of it away, but... Like I said, Godspeed. I pray for you. Thank and, you. Uh, I really love Thanks what you're for doing. your story. You're on point. Thanks yeah, for your Thank story. you for being vulnerable. Yeah. Thank you. Yeah. Wow. Touching. It's brave. I think there's a lot of people. There is. And one person saying I was addicted to pornography helps someone else saying I am too, or my mm-hmm. husband, or my sister. Right. I agree with you. And uh, that's a huge issue right now. They're seeing it every day. And so don't ever ask a kid if they've seen it. It's a wrong question. Uh, they won't feel comfortable telling you. Ask them when was the last time they saw it. Then and, yes. they know you know that and they've And it seen happens it. on their video games, you guys. Mm-hmm. You don't understand that pornography can come in through their video games they see. Right. Like we get them video games and think, oh, they're just playing a video game with their friends. No. The images that come through there, the language, it's ling- linguistic programming. Think about it um, as uh, if you were a pedophile. Yeah. <laughs> let's say you wanted. Let's say you like to, to eat ice cream. Right. Where do you go to get ice cream? To an ice cream store. If you're if you're wanting sex with a minor, you're going to go hang out where they're hanging out. Mm-hmm. So you're going to go to their video games. You're going to go on these apps, and it's not like it's you know the images on these video games. Not only is it on social media, but it's also on the games that we think that our kids are innocently playing. The conversations are happening in rooms that they're just playing games on, and they hear their kid go, "Oh, I got to get off. I got to take my brother to, or we got to go do this, or tell ex- explicit details of their life," and it gives them more information for the next time they interact with that child. And you know, I've you know been in interviews with pedophiles. It just is what it is, and they're started with pornography being sexually assaulted as a young child and they say I can't stop and it's mm-hmm. a good thing that I am here in jail I couldn't even if I wanted to but I'll tell you where I went I went to where those kids were at right and I'm telling you firsthand from people I've interviewed I've interviewed in jail <laughs> and they say sure. I couldn't have stopped and I belong here because I wanted that interaction and it's you know your brain has just changed so right um There's tunnel systems under every major city in America and even under some of the smaller ones, too. Uh, Probably a lot of stuff is going on down there, too. I think a lot of people um, might end up there or you have situations where a lot of people um, I, I just think that if they're not down there, how would you notice it in your neighborhood? What would you look for if they're not, you know, away from sight? What would you notice going on? What you would notice is if it's maybe like someone in your your kids' friend circle or mm-hmm. a niece or nephew or your child, like they will, one huge uh, red flag is if all of a sudden they show up with a gift or they have something they couldn't afford, mm. a Gucci bag, a laptop, an iPad, a phone, a gift, okay. they're in debt. Okay. Um, if they're retreating to their room, now teenagers do that a lot, mm-hmm. so that doesn't necessarily mean that, but their behavior is withdrawn. They look like uh, their hair color might change. They are 
copia I mean I know our kids are on the phone a lot but more on their phone mm-hmm. um, and you might notice over sexualized um, conversations that are mm-hmm. coming from them but if their cha- if their look changes these are huge red flags and really expensive gifts are all of a sudden showing up they're okay. already in debt to that um, to the trafficker yeah and that's how he wins yeah. you owe me you're never gonna pay that back we had some rules at home with our teens that they could never um, be in their room on a computer on a phone with the door closed and the other one Smart. was they had to have their phones in um, at night and uh, they were in our room they were not accessible to them during the night because the kids stuff's going off all night long and it interrupts sleep patterns anyway but you don't want them at home you know in their room focused on their phone you know late at night anyway so we always took phones and I actually think we could have done way more I actually regret not even doing more than that but that was kind of our thing but man we should have done more well I've had to learn I got a 24 year old and a nine-year-old right and I thought the 24 year old I didn't know this is the first generation to grow up online yeah you know the bad guy isn't in the van at the park it's in our phones watching our every move and we don't know a thing about it pretending to be another uh, 13 year old. Yeah, there's so much money to make off of it. And the addiction's in charge, right? And so I wished I had done more looking mm-hmm. back. But now that we know more and we are understanding that we right. can do more, we have to. We have to start uh, breaking, not breaking into their phones. We have to start knowing who they're talking to and talking to them about porn addictions in not a judgmental way because they're seeing it. The target age for the pornography industry is six years old. It's to target them in video games, in YouTube cartoons, in anime, mm-hmm. in social media. It's six years old because they're open to suggestion. They're open to um, just how they're changing. It changes. So one thing they say is, you know, we're working on this global documentary. So when they're open to suggestion because we're looking at screens, don't give your kid a screen a screen under the age of 18 months so our documentary you have world-renowned cyber um, security specialist and that was a piece of information I didn't know mm-hmm. until I started this this journey is because at 18 months or younger or even as toddlers it opens up their brain to suggestion so what's on that screen screen it's programming their brain right. so the hours and hours and hours of that our poor young kids are live in a completely different universe than most people at my age uh-huh. can even fathom So we have to start talking about it and it's going to probably hurt. We have to start being accountable for our own actions online. Yeah. I told this uh, story in a local hour, but I, and I'll tell it again on the air because I think it's worthy. I, you know, Tyler Perry was on the Oprah show and Tyler Perry said that he was molested by his aunt at at a very young age. And he said uh, this phrase, and this phrase was very, very powerful, a conversation you need to have with your kids, by the way, about this. But he said, my body betrayed me. It did things that I would not have ever let it do. And he didn't understand it at the time time. But I think when our kids are seeing all this, this sexualization going on, they're seeing a lot of LGBT, they're seeing all kinds of things that we did not see on TV, nor did we see it in movies. I mean, we really didn't see it. And uh, they're seeing it all the time, though. And so my body betrayed me is a great way to uh, tell the kids, look, you know, your body might react to things sexually that you are, you would never want to in your mind, you know, and, and if kids realize that maybe they wouldn't distance themselves or feel shame or think that they might be gay, maybe they're not, or, or, you know, they, they kind of put them, can put themselves into a more of a, um, a distancing with the family. And that makes them ripe for this kind of thing to be open to, to somebody online or, you know, they, they get those feelings. And so I just wanted to, to let people know, have that conversation with your kids too, because if you're always talking about them, like talk about that teen series, Taylor Hart wrote yeah. some books uh-huh. that you might want to share with with a, a kid. 
teenager? Yeah, it's called Scene. Um, mm-hmm. there's a, there's, that's the first book one. And we showcase um, in real life stories of, but it's written in a creative way that's high interest for youth to see how it could happen to any like American family, how trafficking can happen. And it starts with a simple inbox that says hi. But I have seen more cases than not where the case starts when they send a nude. Mm. And once that nude is sent, nude photo. they mm-hmm. are trapped. I've seen um, kids commit suicide because they're mortified. Their parents are going to find out. I've seen them go with traffickers, even though they know they don't want to, because they're afraid that their parents are going to find out all over sending nudes. And we told this in the local hour too. We had a case um, in the States where uh, the girl, she started an in innocent conversation as young as nine years old. She was nine on Roblox and then started sending nudes. Roblox is a game. It's a game <laughs> that lots yeah. of kids play. My mm-hmm. kids played it. I didn't sure. know. Um, and their interactions got more, um, hey, send me a nude, send me a nude. And I watched her having interactions with multiple men, married men. It didn't matter Jeez. the age. But that um, the addiction to the like, to the, to the approval started with her. And this was a couple years ago. So now... You look at the target age of being six, you look at women and men, but mostly women, that spend copious amounts of time online um, posting bikini pics and wanting to look like a sex symbol. And that is the problem. That is the problem. Right. If it you look, there. if you're looking on Instagram and Facebook and you're seeing people that are posting bikini pics at the lake last weekend, you are aiding in human trafficking. And that might seem weird. Right. But, but the over sexualization down, down the road of yeah. our interactions online, we have to be accountable for what we're doing out there. And really, if you want your child to not agree to send a nude, Mm because I see what it looks like down the road, Mm -hmm. when I get a call, there's a 15-year-old getting gang raped by 20 dudes. That started online with a, hey, send me nude. Why'd she send the nude? Because my mom posts bikini pics every day. I know it sounds weird, but they look up to us as moms and dads. We need to be better. And it's not comfortable. But if you want to help fight human trafficking, Go to your social media account and go, what Clean am I? Clean that up at Clean least. Clean that crap up. Yeah, and then um, start to put some And then your nieces and nephews can come to you and say, hey, and your yeah. kids, oh, yeah, you know, you are using the internet to be amazing, and right. let's be better. And those books, um, Taylor Hart wrote, seeing oh, my goodness, you wrote the yes. forward on those books, make sure that they, because that kind of explains to the teen how this works and how they kind of get a hold of you and then start grooming you, but the kid doesn't know that they're it's being so groomed. It's so easy. Right? Yeah. Yeah, it okay. goes through, you know, just how it could happen to any of of us in America yeah. that are just trying to do the right thing, but we just aren't understanding how this mm. fire is burning right. and we don't even notice. And they're masterful at telling the kids what they want to hear and all those things that they're not getting at school and with all the stuff and all the messages they're getting at school that are so insane right now. You just, I don't think parents have an idea. We think that what's going on went on when we were in high school. That's the same thing going on. And it is not between the curriculum, the sexualized curriculum going on. And you would know this because you're a teacher mm. within the sexual sexualized curriculum they're getting all angles all i mean can you imagine being hit from every angle with sexuality 24 7 i not can't even i couldn't even imagine and i do this for a job i can't imagine being a youth right now yeah i could not very, imagine very being a kid. hard and uh a lot of the girls now are so are just young teen girls that come from good old Christian families are just, uh, you know, experimenting with bisexuality because it's cool with, with transgender because it's cool, not because they feel like this, but it's cool. And all of this kind of stuff uh, can make them ripe for somebody grooming them as well. I know. I look back. I, you know, I was listening to. We were on a human trafficking force task, uh, human traffic task force call, uh-huh. and somebody mentioned, you know, the fads when we were young, mm-hmm. like the uh, turquoise mascara. Right. Right. Yes. <laughs> you look back at your bangs or weird yes. things. You're like, what in the world was I doing? Right. Well, now our kids' fads are much more detrimental. Yeah. 
they're experimenting with things that we can't even fathom at our age. Yeah, they're more secretive and they're more like in the background and you won't notice them as much um, because you're not on Snapchat with them all the time. But man alive, there's some stuff going on. Thank you, Cam. Yeah. Uh, Cammie Bowker. The website is Global EP, as in Paul EP, uh, globalep.org. Go visit and you can either make uh, bags that they give the kids or you can uh, help or you can volunteer, all kinds of things in all different areas. So make sure that you're helping out there. Globalep.org. Be right back on the Kate Daly Show.